Welcome back, everyone, to Sum Zero. Today we are reunited with Jan Martinek from Central European Capital Partners. If you recall, I think it was about 18 months ago, Jan had discussed a company called ERII on Sum Zero, uh, and you know we wanted to first just do a little bit of a look back on how that that investment idea is done. And then today, later, we're going to talk about two other names that are in his portfolio. So, with that, um, Jan, uh, if you could give us a quick overview of like how ERI did. You know, that was a big long of yours earlier last year, um, and I know it's performed quite well despite the fact that markets have were struggling, you know, quite a bit in 2022. Obviously, recovered somewhat in 2023. But give us a, a summary of how, how that piece has played out. It is. It has. Well, thank you very much for having me on energy recovery. I think the the company returned about 35% in the last 18 months. And at that time it was high conviction, conviction story. And today it's even more and more high conviction story than it was. Energy recovery, it's 1.4 billion US market cap. They have hundred million dollars in cash, zero debt, 75% mar- gross margins. And they own global desalination market. They have a technology called Presser Exchanger. And with that, they haven't lost a contract for major desalination project in about seven years. And what we like is about this is that they have managed to disrupt one, one industry, which is desalination. And now they are just taking the same technology and copying it into another industry. And the another industry is much bigger than, than the current, and that's industrial refrigeration and air conditioning. And when we spoke 18 months ago, they just introduced the product and they starting to, to, to present it in different fairs. And 18 months on, the product is now being sold to the major producers of industrial air conditioning, and they are starting to implement those, those in the, the product in the supermarket chains. And you know there is 100,000 supermarkets changing just in the US, and they will all need to change their refrigeration in the next few years, and many of them are doing it now. So, and that's happening globally. So I believe we will have very strong revenue growth and that has, it's just now starting. So the 35% is great, but I believe, you know, we could have much more in the next two, three years as the product will start selling. And I think at some point, once it is put on the major producers selling list, everybody will take it because it costs nothing because, you know, the, whatever the energy recovery device costs is the, the whole system is, is lowered by even more. So the system with energy recovery is actually cheaper than without its device. And the cost saving in hot area is 40% in energy cost. And energy costs for supermarkets are 50%. Refrigeration is 50% of energy costs for supermarkets. So it, for supermarkets, it's just so simple investment proposition. So I think it's, it's something which, you know, people should look at because 
it may be the only ESG company which is heavily profitable, making, saving the environment and uh, making money for its investors. So, yeah. And, and, and the stock right now, I think, is at around $25. You're, I mean, you're looking for this to, I'm assuming, you know, double from current levels. Do, do you have a time horizon for that? I think at some point, the, 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 the revenues could start, should start growing very strongly. And I don't know, you know, it could be later part of this year or it could be next year. So, but when that happens the stock could easily double. So by the next year, it could be easily $50 stock. Yeah. Well, let's move on to some other names. I mean, you are a European markets expert. I know you cover a lot in Sweden. So let's talk about uh, some of the other names you've, you've written about on some zero recently, Biovica being one. Maybe we start with that. Biovica is a very interesting company because it is a disruptive product, you know, energy recovery is disrupting desalination, is disrupting air conditioning, and Biovica is a company which will be, which is disrupting how, the way cancer is treated and monitored. For, you know, decades, cancer was treated through surgery, chemotherapy, and that was, how all most cancers were, were dealt with. And now we'll see the, in the next decades, rapid changing the way biomarkers are used for the way treat, cancer is treated, monitored and dealt with. And biomarkers are basically molecules in everybody's blood in which you can detect how what's happening with the cancer, you know, how aggressive it is, whether the treatment is working. You can, you can do specialized treatment for that particular cancer trend. It is something, you know, it's, there is a very interesting recent article on Bloomberg called Biomarkers Rapidly Changing the Way Cancer is Treated. And it all describes all the, the ways how biomarkers will change the, the way the cancer is dealt with. Bayovica is a Swedish pioneer in the area. And within this biomarker segment, they are only focused on cancer testing. And they are, they have the first ever FDA approved uh, cancer test, which then basically detect whether the, the way the cancer is, how is cancer progressing and whether the therapy which, you, which was implemented is working or not. You can do that through conventional ways, you know, through MRI, so basically you, find that somebody has a cancer, you do MRI, then you give them medication, you wait three months, and after three months, you do another MRI, and by MRI, you find out what's happening with, with the tumor. Biomarket tests can do that in two weeks. So within, within two weeks, you can find whether, you know, the, 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 whether the, 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 the treatment is working 
or whether the the the, uh, the tumor is progressing further. And so it's faster if you compare it with the uh, with the average detection period. It's at least sixty days faster and three to ten times cheaper. So and. Another advantage is that it is so easily detectable. You just need laboratory, you know, just need to take the blood sample, send it to, to a BOV laboratory, and in two weeks, your doctor knows what, what, is, what is happening. Biovica has, because it's a novel treatment, you need a lot of evidence and support that that this is it's working. Biovica has 28 studies or with over 4,700 patients and the studies were done in the best US and European hospitals. You have Mayo Clinic, you have John Hopkins. Basically the best people in the, in, in the industry have done testing of, of, of this technology. And the 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 Accuracy is very high. It's 96.7 over 30 days and 93.5% over 60 days. So it's fast, accurate, cheaper, and now it's in the market. Pika got FDA approval mid last year, and then in early this year, they get certification for the US lab. And now they are, they are in the market. They have a dual sales strategy for the U.S. They have hired very experienced uh, U.S. team, which is working with, with is initially focused on the big hospitals where they have done the studies and where they know the products. So I understand that they are already, the sales in those hospitals are already happening. And in the Euro, in Europe, they are but they are uh, they are trying to sell through partners. They have already announced first partnerships for selected markets in Europe, and it will follow. Biovica has been one of the COVID victims because they were just about to receive FDA, FDA approval when COVID hit, and FDA focus on COVID-related treatments and everything else got delayed. And in Biovica's case, it was almost two years. And investors lost patience. And just before the COVID hit, Biovica was trading at eight times higher market capitalization than, than it is today. So now what will happen I never think which which uh, hit uh, Biovica was that they had to raise capital uh, late last year in a time when the panic was high, and of course the the the, the conditions were draconian, and that helped. Uh, that also that also pushed uh, the stock where it is now. It has been stable since. What was very interesting on the latest capital raise that the CEO. So what, what is the current? Can you just go over the? Can you just go over the basics like market cap? You know. Um, I think the current market cap would be about, Yeah, the, the current market cap would be about thirty million dollars. So it is. It's a very small company. It's yeah. 
What's interesting on the on the latest capitalization is that the CEO has invested one million dollars of his own money. So you have a company which has a market cap of a certain million, and investor and CEO is putting his own money at the same valuation as any other investors were asked to do. So that was quite encouraging. What is also is listed in Sweden and it's covered only by the Swedish brokers. So it is unknown to US investors. And once this, as the sales will be progressing, I think that the, 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 it will get on the, on, it should get on the, the radar screen of many. Pareto, who is the, in our, in my view, one of the best research outlets or brokers, brokers and research in, in Scandinavia, they believe, they, they estimate that the annual revenues in five years should exceed $100 million. So the potential there is, is, is significant. So you have a product which is disrupting but it, it, it is a new product. So the only question is how long it will, t- how fast the market penetration will be, you know, how quickly it will be able to, 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 to penetrate in, in, into the market. The value proposition is, seems to be very clear. You know, in cancer, time is important and this can just get you the results. If your therapy is not working, you can quickly, you have a chance to to quickly change to a different therapy. And what's also interesting is that at the moment, the first product is breast cancer, which is the most common cancer form. But they have multiple studies on, on other cancer forms. And, you know, these are not priced in. So once this, the breast cancer gets into the market, we will see other, other, other market, other types of cancer form tests, and they have no competition. They are the only one. They are the first ever FDA approved biomarker test. And FDA statements, according to Pareto, was quite, quite strong on the approval. So... I believe this is, it could be very interesting company to follow. The share price will move uh, on the, on the revenue. So, uh, you know, if they, once, if they report quarterly strong revenues, the, the, the stock price should start moving uh, strongly. And how much, um, how much cash do they have left on the balance sheet? I think they are fully invested for this year. Are you saying they have no cash on their balance sheet? What, what's no, the? No, sorry, they, they, no, they, sorry, they have enough cash for to to cover this year comfortably. Got it. So, do you know what their plans are in terms of fundraising and how it might impact the share price? Or what are they doing to build th- a lot? You know, kind of longer pipe, a longer runway. It is all function of how quickly you want to penetrate the market. So because the major cost is the sales team. So, you know, once they see that the, 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 that the sales are picking up, then you, they can raise capital 
and increase the number of sales representatives and that would increase the, 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 the that would make the, the revenue grows even faster so but in, on the base case which is you know staying with the with the current sales team which may be sufficient because at the moment they are focused on the big cancer centers and you know, like Maya Hospital and, and the, the, the big clinics. And for that, you don't need that many sales representatives. And once you get establishing those, the smaller clinics are trend followers. If they see that Mayo is doing it, why wouldn't you do it as well? So I think they are, I, I would assume that they are, secure, they are definitely secure for the next 12 months and then they will need to raise. Yeah, it's an interesting bet because it's it's sort of a venture capital style investment. Is is this is this something unique in your portfolio where you've got kind of a you know let's call it an earlier stage like higher risk, higher reward type name in an otherwise value driven portfolio? We entered in energy recovery when it was I don't know five dollar stock. So uh, you know at this stage. It's not major position for us, but the, the, the potential is material. And so it is a long-term investment, which, which we will stay with. It's not a trading position. So it is something which you, uh, which you can make a lot of money over five years. If you're looking for a you know, transaction that should make you money in one year time, this could be it is as well if that that the trades pick up the sales pick up quickly, but I think mainly it is a longer term game. Very interesting. Tell us about Vicor Pharma. Pharma, I would basically call it. It's even earlier stage than Biovica. So again, you know, it is a high risk company, high high return. I would basically, the, the biggest opportunity there is, is that it's not listed in the US. Because if it would have been listed in the US, it would be trading at 10 to 15 times higher valuation than it is now, as are the, its peers. So basically, Vicor is a Swedish clinical stage biopharmaceutical company, which is focused on IPF which is idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, basically a lung disease. It is a disease, it's a, it's, it is a disease for, there is no cure. There is a, several medications in the market, but none of them can cure you. And you know, the, the, the average duration of medication is about five years and then people die. So, What's worse, Vicor different is that there has been no no other company has such a shown such a results as Vicor in IPF. Vicor is the first ever company which shows results that can cure IPF, and they show it twelve weeks, twenty four weeks, thirty six weeks. Each readout goes and and reconfirms the strengths of the of the data. The company is covered, is trading in Sweden, Germany. 
It is covered by, I don't know, seven Norwegian brokers. They have it all as their top pick. I, you know, I like the latest research was by Pareto, which was titled, and notice potential multi-billion dollar track in the making. So they, everybody is saying this is unheard of. They just presented two weeks ago, there was the biggest conference on IPF in Washington, DC. And, and they presented the data there. And again, people were, the, 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 the key opinion leader said that this, the results are just un, unprecedented. And so for anybody who wants to look at this study, I recommend to watch their presentation, which is on their website. It was released, I think, 10 days ago on Friday, which goes over the de- all the details and which has the key opinion leader on, in also presenting part of the presentation. What is interesting is that if you look at the U.S. peers, they trade somewhere totally different. And, you know, the, the best peer is applying therape- therapeutics. It's $1.4 billion market, U.S. market cap, while plan by Ycor has uh, about $150 million. So really plan trade at nine times higher valuation than Ycor. And despite that, that client numbers show positive results only for the first four weeks. And then the drag shows decline in line with placebo. So the client drugs work just four weeks, while Ycor shows after six weeks stabilization and after week 18 material, material improvement in, in the lung disease. And it is in, two, in 21, there were two drugs that had, again, much worse results than, 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 than Ycor, and they sold for over $3.5 billion per to report it. So, you know, is the, the, is the management team, what are they doing to close that valuation gap? Like, what's the catalyst? I think, they, I think they are trying to get, uh, they are trying to get to the US. They're trying to get out of Scandinavia. Because the, the main difference is just the listing. In Scandinavia, it's a small market. And they, I think that the next step is, of course, they need to deliver. So they are starting now, they announce 2B study, which is FDA endorsed, which means that if the 2B study would confirm the results which they saw in 2A study, then they could ask for accelerated approval. And if that's, and that's happening next year, the, the, the 2B will start early in 24. And if they can get, if they would show the results that would hold up, the, this company will be taken over or if they can get FDA, FDA early approval, they, they would start the licensing. It will be a multi-billion dollar company. And, you know, it is, again, yeah. while Biovica, it's also top of the uh, top idea from these Scandinavian brokers, it could take uh, longer for, for Ycor, you could be, you know, you could be there during the next year or year after that, the, 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 if the results will hold. 
and you know they will be they 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 report these readouts periodically. They don't need they don't wait usually until the end. They they some reporting after twelve weeks. Then that could be very strong price moves. So again, you know, it's not a major um, position. It is something. Yeah, you know, let's, somebody... let's talk about that. So given how how these are both you know both Biovica and Vicor are small cap companies, you know, let's say on average 100 million in market cap. How do you, how do you size that in your portfolio? I mean, what, what's the, you know, is this, is this a 1% holding a, a, a fraction of a percent or is it more than that? Yeah, I think, think it about? would be, you know, less than 1%. So it is, yeah, it's just, it, it is a small holding, but as I said, you know, energy recovery was initially small holding as well. So, of course, you know, it is high risk. You need a, a portfolio of those investments. And, you know, you, you, you need to be careful about sizing. But the potential is, is, is material. Right. And what would you say are the biggest risks to the catalyst or, or risk to the thesis for both Biovic and Vicor? Just these results or how do you think about the risk of the thesis? What kind of downside can I have? For Vicor, the, 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 the downside is that they would not be able, they would not replicate the 2A studies in the 2B. And I spoke to several analysts, I spoke to key opinion leaders, and they just don't, you know, they they went over the details and nobody they said it's it it, it is it all looks very promising. Of course, you know, you're never sure in this world or in any world. Yeah. But so far, we have been diligent. I've, I've spoken to almost any broker that take any analyst that covers it. And I spoke to one key opinion leader and I'm talking to the other in, in 10 days. So we are still monitoring and still trying to find whether there is any what is the risk in the thesis? But so far, you know, it's, but we haven't, we are, we, are, we feel comfortable. But of course, you know, as you said, it is a small company, it's early stage, it has the potential, but there is a, you know, there could be. Yeah. So I guess to, to, to close up, you know, given the binary nature of the outcomes or somewhat binary nature of the outcomes, how does valuation factor into this? I mean, do you do you do like some sort of DCF on what you think the future could look like for this for these companies, or is the future so you know is is that TAM so large that it's not really worth doing a, a real valuation? I'm just curious how you think about that. I think it's it's exactly as you said it because the unknown are so so unknown that. If you do a detailed DCF model, it, it would not bring you any closer to the valuation than the back of the envelope valuation. So, you know, you, you can say, you just think about, can they, if they deliver, would they be able to get US broker coverage? Would they be able to just start generating capital in the US? Will they be able to get on the US, US screens of US investors? And if that is yes, then, you know, the potential is material. You know, as I mentioned, pliant is... is Nine times the value. It's in the same stage. 
and you know it is and i believe from what i what i have seen is and what i discuss with the analysts they will stop the study they don't believe at least in scandinavia they don't believe that they will be able to 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 finalize finalize the study given the the results which they are showing of course you know there could be they could be wrong and you know client may come in the next stage with some stronger data but on what they have shown it's but you know it is it's, if you look at the client ceo i just read the the article in life science and he he says be strategic when disclosing data so it's you know i think client could be over over overhyped but on on the other end you know the two drugs which had much worse results than vicor sold for you know billions of of dollars you know recently so back to your question you just it's very difficult to value those you just feel that based on the peer comparison that the, the value uplift could be very substantial yeah I think that's a good way to end. Well, we'll be talking all of these. These are very exciting names and you know, I think it's cool to see early stage, you know, biotech investments in an otherwise concentrated portfolio coming from a kind of a value GARP investor like yourself. You know, normally you would see these types of names invested by folks who solely focus on, you know, on biotech. So I, you know, I applaud your ability to think outside the box a little bit and and um, you know I'd welcome anyone listening to read your research on some zero as well but with that Jan let's be in touch and uh, thanks again for taking the time to walk through this this thesis thank you very much thank you appreciate it